Welcome to VG Empire episode 139. Woo! I'm your host, Brett Elston, along with two guests. Patrick Kulikowski. What are we doing? Chris Antista. This is Final Fantasy USA, oh. a.k.a. Well, there's three titles. Mostly known as Final Fantasy Mystic Quest, the 3999 uh, <laughs> baby Final Fantasy marketed to the West, at least, at least North America, as mm. like, this one's easy because the other ones are hard. Right. I um, guess, it, yeah, it was like their way of like, oh, if people couldn't get into Final Fantasy 4 or 2, as it was called yeah. in the U.S. at the time, maybe this one. Yeah, it was like the, the, the print advertisements were, in fact, like thirty nine ninety nine, calling out the price and then calling out like basically just saying like is this too hard well here's <laughs> one that's easy and this is an interesting game where there's no real connection to Final Fantasy not really it's more of a saga game honestly or uh, the Weird. Final Fantasy Legend games because yeah. like the overworld you're on a track more or less you can't like yep. freely navigate there's like almost like Mario World or something where you have icons that you move to exactly um, but you play as this hero Benjamin Yep, and he shows up in theater rhythm and other places. Uh, That's right, I forgot about that. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, it's it's at the time it was kind of looked down upon because it wasn't a real final quote unquote real Final Fantasy. Right. But then even as a you know young teenager at the time, I was like, this music is really nice. It is ridiculously good. One of, one of the best <laughs> SNES RPG soundtracks. Yeah, it's honestly. really good. And the composer. Yeah. Ryuji Sasai, yeah. Yeah, and he has a great interview on OriginalSoundVersion.com about all of his work, but also specifically some uh, Mystic Quest stuff here as well. But that title screen that brings in, we were just talking, like, it's so... The trumpet sound is whatever, but uh, the, <laughs> <And> the drums, <laughs> the pleasantness of the crystals dancing around the screen, the and, music, then they, yeah. and then like this, like almost droplet effect that happens. Right, it's, it's cute. It's it's nice and cute. It gave me like uh, fuzzy feelings watching it. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, but. I mean, yeah, this is... I think you probably played this more than I did. I did. I never finished it, weirdly enough, but um, I played it. I rented it a lot. I borrowed it from a friend a lot in my childhood, and I was in love with the music. And the game, you know, like, it gets a bad rap, but it's not that bad. It's like, not. It's, it's, it's not at all. It's, you know, it's it's fine for what yeah, it it's is. totally fine. And, you know, it's not even... It's not like... I know they, they marketed it as, like easy baby's first uh, JRPG but like it had some challenging moments you could get creams in that game pretty easily yeah and I mean Um, I and I mean it also had like a slightly simplistic look to it yeah but you could jump you could only have two party members like Benjamin plus a temp character yeah I mean I feel like they did a good job of stripping away a lot of the hurdles like random encounters exactly multiple parties to party members to navigate right Um, and if it really was your first RPG, I think this was a good way to get into it. Yeah, and if for you, sure. And if this like struck a chord with you, you would then go on like, what were these other Final Fantasy games about? Um, so it was very cute. Yes. Um, but I, it's one of those games I played through halfway like seven or eight times, and then never actually finished either. Right. Um, but yeah, we'll go into a few other songs, and this is this is actually one of the soundtracks that when I'm at work and I gotta just put headphones on and do whatever, Secret of Mana all the time and then this because it's just so generally pleasant yes except for the battle music which we'll get to in a second metal Um, as hell (laughs) but first uh, is this overworld music again just solid I mean it it, it's just this open take a big deep breath of fresh outdoor air kind of feeling to it and then uh, beautiful forest which is again because it's so Mario worldy and like it's very segmented you're in the forest section now you're in the ice section now you're in the lava section (laughs) right and it's very clearly moving you through this thing rather than like have this big overworld where you got to like remember where you were and where Mm -hmm. you need to go next and fly back and whatever Uh, but we'll do the overworld in general and then there's the, the forest area and then dungeon of ice which is the ice 
section of the game uh, really nails that. We talked about this a lot in the show over the past five, six years. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that like crystalline, echoey, chilly sound that game music does so well to get across like you're in an ice cave. Mm. And they've done it so much now that you're like, yeah, we know how to convey this through music. <laughs> um, but this is, uh, yeah, the overworld, beautiful forest, and dungeon of ice.
Yes, that the echoey cavernous wind. <laughs> right. It's so good at doing that. And uh, worth mentioning, the, so it was actually a composer duo. So Ryuji Sasai worked on more of the rocking aspects God, of the soundtrack, yeah, yeah, whereas sure. Yasuhiro Kawakami did like the softer uh, melodies. Which is so, more yeah. or less what we just heard. Yeah. Um, and then getting into this next section here, which is the battle music. Uh, like I My bread and butter right yeah, here. Yeah, so this stuff so is good. all, again, for the baby game, this stuff is like the most metal uh, battle music. Like, outshining, as much as I love like FF4 and 6, I'm not yeah. going to argue at all, but like, just aping metal, the, this is way harder yeah. than anything in either of those games. Yep, so heavy. Which is so and weird. It, it makes sense because Sasai, uh, he's an actual bassist. He performs in several bands. He was part of a, uh, a Queen cover band called Queen Mania. So, like, he's, he's, he's legit. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but we'll go into uh, again just these three battle songs because uh, you got to hear these before we talk any more about them. Uh, it's just battle one and two, um, you know, kind of a normal encounter music. And, and actually, the, the way boss, they do battles yeah. is weird because you'd get on an enemy tile, and I think it would say like, "Hey, there's five enemies here," and you would fight. You'd have to like grind through the number. Those would that- be like 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 set aside grind areas yeah. uh, on the world map. Yeah. And it would actually tell you like there are ten enemies here. Like yeah. do this fight ten times or whatever. And you'll level up enough, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah this is uh, Battle 1 Battle 2 from Mystic Quest.
So I'm wondering, have you drummed to the... Uh, <laughs> I, I, I was drumming throughout this entire uh, thing. It's, yeah, so the first two videos I ever did for this VG drum project on mm-hmm. YouTube were the Battle 1 and Battle 2 to Mystic Quest. Yeah. And I love drumming to those because, like, a, lo- a lot of games I feel like the, the drumming was clearly made by like composers who had never drummed before mm. whereas this is like this is a legit rock musician who knows kind of what he's doing when mm. it comes to rock music so uh every every drumming instrument is clearly defined and it was very easy for me to just learn that by ear and replicate it on drums and it's just so much fun to do like especially a battle to uh tor- towards the end there's like that really distorted guitar during that part it's like this constant uh, double bass action going on while there's like a China symbol going, which is something most people wouldn't like. Yeah, and it's it's like this really cool technical drumming thing that I that I love to, I love the fact that I'm able to like replicate that. So yeah. it's just all it's just a, a joy to. Uh, I mean, is there perform. are there any other like comparable even Super NES games that we're doing? <sighs> things like that. that I mean, the leap out at least uh, put you on the spot. There probably was. Uh, I mean. Thinking maybe maybe something like uh, Tim Fallon's stuff, sure. but that's more you know of like the prog rocky yeah, realm. Yeah, yeah. Whereas this is just full blown, uh, I don't know, Judas Priest, the top uh, four, the top four thrash band, <laughs> and and the top four, uh, the big four of thrash metal, that kind of thing. Yeah, so good. Um, the next batch here are uh, three more uh, kind of locations, um, which harken back to the first three that we listened to. This is City of Fire, Lava Dome. And Last Castle, uh, which in that interview uh, is one of the areas that they actually discuss, um, uh, Sasai mentions on this OSV interview, uh, the track Last Castle was written in a relatively short period of time. Given all the music from the other scenes and graphics and scenarios themselves, I figured I would go with something that would represent a finale of sorts, but when I wrote it, I utilized the imagery of a field instead. I realized I would have only a small amount of space left on the ROM writing Battle 3, which we're going to end the show with. Uh, so within those conditions, I did what I could. There wasn't anything particularly difficult in writing these songs, but I recall that they came off rather naturally. Um, they're all really good. Big, so good. big surprise. I'm just, I don't know. This game, I don't know much about this game at all. I've been reading about, up on it. Yeah, I kind of sprung this one. How, on how so. quick was the development cycle on this game? I think it was pretty quick. I th- uh, it, se- it seems like an afterthought. There, there are stories. I want to say Ted Wolsey did the uh, localization of this one, mm. um, but it, it was fairly fairly quick. And I mean, I think the game engine itself was similar to the one used for the Game Boy Saga games, which was, were Ted known Wolsey. as Final Fantasy Legend. I see uh, Wolsey here. in this Wikipedia page. Yes, yes. So <laughs> Wolsey was definitely involved. Um, yeah, it yeah. says it was developed in a graphic and gameplay style similar to Sun. Legend 3, which was a Saga game saga re- 3, rebranded yeah. as Final Fantasy. Yeah, which Sasai um, also uh, co-composed uh, uh, Legend yeah. 3. Yeah. But yeah, developed in Japan, but with the U.S. in mind. And this is a time when a lot of Japanese devs assumed, oh, Americans aren't very good at games. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or don't like challenging, dense games. So we'll make something that strips away a lot of the complications and make something a little easier. Kind of yeah. like how Lost Levels never came here, like mm-hmm. the sure. Bear Mario 2, that sort um, of thing. And it came out, what, in 92? So, yeah, Final Fantasy 3 slash 6 hadn't come out here, and it was still two and, years away. And 5 was out in Japan that same yeah, year. Which, yeah, which we didn't get. We kind of got this too instead hard, of 5. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, it was it was weird. I, I rented it at the time, and but didn't spend a great deal of time with it. And then when I got into my game music you know, hoarding phase, I was like, actually, wait a minute. 
this game might be good. Yeah. And no. then I played it because the soundtrack was so good, and I realized, oh, this was this was actually fine all along. Yeah, the naysayers are, are just, you know, the, being the naysayers, including, uh, it was included in the top seven franchise embarrassments. Oh, stop. Uh, by Charlie Barrett. Yep. Uh, so everybody hunt him down and give what? him shit. Hunt him down. What's funny is I think he actually likes Mystic Quest. I think, <laughs> I think I remember this being, like, foisted on him. Yeah. Like, you got you to gotta talk about the weird Final Fantasy game. Right? Yeah. Um, but these are the three songs, City of Fire, Lava Dome, and again, Last Castle from Mystic Quest.
Oh, uh, man. Again, for the game that's supposed to be Welcome Children to Final Fantasy. <laughs> uh, Hope you like double bass pedals. It's just yeah. so... It's so... Yeah. It's, it's, it's just so, so incongruous with so the grand, cutesiness yeah. of the whole game. Yeah, it's so grandiose. And uh, <laughs> speaking of cutesiness, I love how the character Benjamin, like during these parts where he gets like shortchanged or screwed over by, by one of the uh, the his partner characters, there's a sprite of him with his arms out extended going like, hey! <laughs> hey! <laughs> man, the dice man getting work, even in 1992. Oh! Um, um, yeah. But as, as brief as this episode is, this, this, I'm actually not branding this as a VG Mini, mm. uh, which I normally was doing two years ago as episodes about one game. I just figured... So I could talk about Kikoki Bickle. That was for you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Thank you. And it, it, it infuriated everyone, because now we're renumbering things. There's four songs. So now... <laughs> So now it's just, you know, forget it. Now we're back into the regular numbering, and mm. I'm not adding the minis into the... Oh, I really should pull that Marvel stuff and be like, hey, it's VG Empire 600 now, because I added Ooh, a... Ooh, you want to renumber? No, okay. I'm going to keep the VG... The, the minis can be their own thing, but uh, this is, again, just a sampling of the soundtrack, because um, behind the scenes, a little press for time, but this is a soundtrack that's, one, not super long, so you can listen to it all in about an hour or so, yeah. and it's really worth your time, um, but... That's the episode. And, and some of the songs really are really expensive to find. The songs Japan. made it in theater rhythm, apparently. They did. They yeah. Did. yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, um, Curtain Call is super good. Mm, um, I haven't played the second DLC, one. DLC, though, right? No. No, it's built into Curtain uh, Call, right? So I finished Curtain Call, and I don't remember. I think <laughs> I think some of them are paid DLC, and some come with the game. There's but, yeah. Oh, there, there, yeah, there's definitely Mystic Quest built in, but yeah. I that's one of the few games on 3DS that I was like, oh, I'm maxing out the DLC on this. Right. It's just like, ching, ching, ching. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. Got, you got me. And I, uh, I wanted to say also... Um, uh, if if you like what Sasai did with this soundtrack, I think uh, you'll also like his work on Final Fantasy Legend 3, uh, the Japan-only uh, Super Famicom RPG uh, Rudra no Hiho, or as I like to call it, Rudra no Hiho. Um, I think he worked on Tobol number what one. Vegas says when he wins. <laughs> his last project with Square before he went freelance was... Um, uh, Bushido Blade 2 oh, funny well. enough so who could forget but he's a super talented guy yeah my favorite Super Nintendo game and his <laughs> influences include like I said Judas Priest Extreme and Red Hot Chili Peppers ah so uh, Pat's playlist <laughs> <laughs> except for the RHCP I'll, I, I'll replace any Faith No More song with RHCP any yeah, day that is a good recurring joke in the good place of uh, uh, Chili Peppers joke that, with that, the RHCP is that you're saying chili peppers? Yeah, RHCP. I, I have not talked about the chili peppers in a long time, apparently. RHCP. Look forward to that. Good. Coming up yeah. in a. Isn't that, isn't that where Leon works? Songs that outlive their soundtracks. And we Roll, did Love it. Love Roller Coaster. <laughs> yeah, and Soul to Squeeze from the oh. immortal Conehead soundtrack. <laughs> wow. Jeez. Uh, well, that's the show. <laughs> um, <laughs> bye. Uh, no, this uh, VGEmpire.com. Uh, again, thanks for sticking around. Well, we we did slow down the number of posts we do, but uh, we got a couple in the bag here. So thank you for listening. Like I said, I did cover a, a ton of Mystic Quest songs back in the day in my early VGM, VG drum days. I don't recommend looking up the original videos for Battle 1, 2, or 3, but uh, I have performed them live at the MAGFest Jam Space before, so I would encourage you to... Uh, check those out because I you can clearly see in my face and my <laughs> awkward uh, facial passionate facial expressions that I clearly enjoy 
uh, drumming to this music. Uh, and I've also, I, I did r- recall taking a request for Lava Dome. So I, oh, nice. I did a cover of that. I think it's, it's the uh, one place in the Lava world. Dome! It's the, <laughs> the one place in the world where that will happen. Except I think I'm off time on that video, so maybe you shouldn't watch it. I don't know. Uh, that, that was like during a time where I was still figuring things out with that. With life. Yeah. With life. Yeah. And, and my drumming. Yeah. Yeah, you, just quit, you just quit VG bass. Wasn't working out. Um, yeah. But, yeah. But, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. And we're going to go out with uh, Battle 3. And again, this is, a, this, I believe, the final, ba- the final boss song. Yes, and it's, ugh, it's so good. It's nuts. It's It's, nuts. it's freaking insane. Very like the first time I heard, Yeah, the first time I heard this, I was floored that this is, again, the baby game. And <laughs> I can't freaking believe that you could cheese that boss fight in the worst yeah, way Yeah, you basically, what, use Cure on him? He's an undead, yeah. So <laughs> you just use Cure on him and he dies in like... One if, you use a, if you use the life... Oh, he life, life on it. He's just dead. He's one dead. Hit. One hit. So yeah. don't do that. Uh, you want to listen to this song? <laughs> but yeah, we'll go out with this because this is gonna. This is gonna the best possible way to leave you with Mystic Quest. But again, thanks for listening, and we'll see you soon. Peace.